Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. For 400 years, you had your knees on our necks. A garden of evil with no seeds of respect. In America's mirror, all she sees is regret. Instead of letting blood live, they begging for bloodlet. Revenge is a dish that's served on platelets. Transfusion, a confusion, abusing our intellect. I can't be bought with a $1,200 check, even though $1,200 can make a meal stretch. My mama wasn't rich, but she earned my respect. She made a little bit of money for a lot of blood, tears, and sweat. Jumping up and down on police cars, I'm vexed. After Chauvin killed George Floyd, we got next. Molotov cocktails, anarchy on the set. The rich took the loot, so now we loot shit. Feeling like a caged tiger that's whipped to do tricks. That's why I started fires and yelled and threw bricks. They tried to run me over and arrest me and shit. Tase pepper spray and engage with the kid. They ran up in the state house with them AKs quick. But let a nigga try and do that white boy shit. Won't be no rubber bullets ricocheting off ribs. But the white supremacists go in the cops' faces spit. Try to barbecue? Becky call the cops on the kid. Hoping and praying it'd be some Emmett Till shit. Sandra wasn't bland, they hated Mike cause he brown. Trayvon should have had an Aston Martin riding around. I'ma do Diallo, it's way too many to follow. Vato, how much of my pride I gotta swallow? God only knows how deep this plan goes. I was dealing with this shit as a teen in Kangos. Harassed by cops, word to my ancestors' souls. And watching that man die slow left a hole. He cried for his mama as the murder unfold. If it wasn't for them phones, Chauvin would be at home. Feeling justified because of George's skin tone. I'm telling it to those with melanin, you're not alone. The new Malcolm, Martin, and Marcuses are now grown. America's a graveyard full of black men's bones. And I ain't got to tell you that Breonna Taylor got slayed in her own home. Had they lived, Sean could have rocked bells. Eric could have garnered attention. Beyond the t-shirts and obituary mentions. Oscar could have been counting grants. Tamir could have went to Rice. They owe them cops nothing, but all of them paid the price. So yeah, you right. We should protect our Second Amendment rights. Because in a second, a dirty cop can kick the door in at night. A two-for-tooth and a life-for-life. We refuse to live in hell while you living in paradise. Being black in America is like rolling a paradise. But the stakes are way higher. You gambling with my life. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far, especially with all the bullshit that we're dealing with in our country right now. I don't think our country has been as divided as it is. I mean, just look at our election. Donald Trump won the Electoral College, but Hillary ended up winning the popular vote. Now, not bringing that up, saying that we would be better off with Clinton as our president right now, because we wouldn't. I know that I've had to say this before, and I always have to reset, but you have to understand in podcasts and in radio, you get new audience members all the time, new listeners, and you have to reset your views. I don't support politicians at all. I don't support a political party, Republican, Democrat, Independent. I think that they do not work for the people like they should. It's run by the politicians and the politicians do not care about us 
one bit at all. Until we get lobbyists out of Washington, the people that are lining the politicians' pockets with money, the politicians are working for them, not us. I don't like doing radio like this because you're going to alienate one side of your listeners no matter what view you take on a subject. So that's why I try to stay away from politics. And when I do talk about politics, I don't take any side. If a politician does something right, I give him credit for it. If he does something bad, I call him out on his bullshit. If you don't know who that was at the beginning of my podcast, that was the one and only LL Cool J. And he did this rap to talk about what our black citizens in our country are going through right now. And I thought it was very, very poignant to play. And the sad thing is, I hope not, but I do know what the main demographic for talk radio is. It's white male, 25 to 54. Those are the people that listen to talk radio and podcasts. But I'm sure me playing that LL Cool J rap at the beginning of this show, it's going to turn off some of my listeners and they might not listen to me anymore. And that's a sad state of affairs. That's why I don't like doing this type of radio, but these news stories come around that you have to talk about. I like doing fun radio. I like doing the type of radio that helps people get their minds off of the shit that they're going through on a daily basis, especially with this pandemic, people being laid off, furloughed, not being able to get their unemployment checks, especially after they've been working their entire life paying into it in the state of Florida, can't even get the money that they're owed. So it is a bad time. And I wish I could do some type of fun radio to make you guys laugh and forget about your problem. And I promise I'll get back to that. When the coronavirus first started, that's all I could talk about because that's all that was in the news. And it's not like I could talk about anything personal in my life because I wasn't going out. I was staying here taking care of my parents. So I had no personal experiences to offer. And don't get it twisted. I'm not turning into some radio political guy. Hell no. Fuck that. I would never do that. I'm not going to turn into a Limbaugh or a Hannity. I like doing fun radio. Radio that everybody can enjoy. But this is the type of stuff, moments in history that you have to talk about. And the story I want to begin with and I want to talk about is for your own protection if you're one of those protesters that are going out there and protesting peacefully. But I'm seeing a trend here of what's happening and you guys just have to be careful. You also have to understand there's a lot of scared people out there. I got four audio news stories I'm going to play for you. First being the Orlando protesters going out onto I-4 and blocking the road. Number two, the FedEx driver that ran over and killed some protesters. The third, now this might be racially motivated, but this also could have been on the cops. It's about the Minnesota truck driver that drove right into a crowd that was on the interstate. This is going to wrap it all up and make people understand because history teaches us. That's why history is so important. But a lot of people forget about a man by the name of Reginald Denny. That's why I'm saying as you guys protest, be careful because there are some scared truck drivers out there and you just got to be careful. You can't assume that these people are going to stop for you just because you're in the street.
Protesters were sent running as tear gas was deployed on I-4 in downtown Orlando late last night. Do the people in Orlando not read the news or look at the statistics and realize that Orlando and Central Florida is one of the most dangerous places in the United States for pedestrians and bicyclists? More people are killed in Orlando than any other place in the United States. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the tourists being here driving around, not knowing the roads too well and just not paying attention or people on their cell phones. I really don't know. I just know that Orlando is very, very dangerous for pedestrians. And if you are going out on the street, you can't expect these people to stop. You just can't. You are putting your own life in your hands when you walk out onto that road thinking that they're going to stop for you. Police saying their hands were forced as demonstrators began throwing rocks, bottles, and construction equipment. I know a lot of people are mad. A lot of people want change and want to go out and protest. But one of the other things that you should know as a Floridian is that the state of Florida has this little rule, this little law called stand your ground. And when you start throwing rocks and bottles and stuff like that, you're taking a chance of somebody getting out of their car and putting a few rounds into your chest. And you know what that's going to do? It's going to make things 10 times as bad as they already are. And it's going to grow and grow and grow and race relations are going to get worse and worse. So you just can't do that type of stuff. So don't give them a reason to get out of their car and exercise their right to stand their ground in the state of Florida. Because there are some people out there, sadly, that are looking for a reason to get a clean shoe. Something happening hours after a call for calm and a curfew put in place by Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings. We cannot, as a civilized society, accept violence and destruction of the property of others. I know this is just a random question, but how much money do you think I would have to donate to one of Jerry Deming's favorite charities for him to read an audio tape? I'll record it. I'll even buy a brand new microphone because I want the audio to sound crisp. But how much would I have to donate for Jerry Demings to read a book that I could listen to every single night to be able to go to sleep? I'm a big fan of listening to that ASMR stuff. And I know Jerry Demings does not like whisper. So it's not your stereotypical ASMR, but I could listen to Jerry Demings talk all day long. The scene along the interstate was a stark contrast from passionate but peaceful marches happening throughout Orlando earlier in the day. As a black woman, I am pissed. I am mad. The calls for change ending up on the front steps of Orlando Police Headquarters. That's where Chief Orlando Rolone and Sheriff John Mina joined hands, taking a knee with protesters, letting everyone know that their voices are being heard. I gotta tell you, I am a huge fan of Sheriff Mina. He did an amazing job when he was in charge of the Orlando Police Department. I don't know too much about the current Orlando Police Chief. I hear nothing but great things about him, but I think that both of them have handled these protests in the best way that they can. They've been taking the time to go out and talk to the protesters, understand what they're protesting about. I mean, everybody already knows that, but they're listening to the protesters' concern, and they don't have to do that. We're trying to make this real, make this united, and we want justice for George Floyd. 
And as additional measures like these are being put in place, protests are expected to continue in the coming days. The hope is that those protests remain peaceful. That curfew here in Orange County is from 10 p.m. until 5 a.m. and will be in place until further notice. Live in Orlando, Mark Lehman getting results. News 6. Now, if you've been listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast for any amount of time, I bring this up from time to time because you really don't know the real story now because most of our news media is biased in one way or another. And a lot of people are like, well, Tuttle, aren't you kind of sort of the media? Why should we believe you? Well, let me tell you, I don't report the news. I talk about the news, but I give my opinion. I don't claim to be unbiased. Of course, I have my opinions. But these news media, they're supposed to be fair and balanced. Not like that lie that Fox News says. They're supposed to give you the news and nothing but the news and not their opinion. With this news story, I only know what I'm getting from the news story about the FedEx driver that ran over and killed one of the protesters. Could be a looter. Could be a rioter. I don't know the full story. I just know that these protesters were on the truck. They were beating on the truck. I don't know what led up to that, but the facts are that I can see with my own eyes is that if some of these protesters, if that's what they were, and the truck driver did something wrong to make them mad, them being on the truck and the guy that got ran over being underneath the truck or in a position to get run over by the tire, some people need to take responsibility for their actions. Does it make it right what happened? No, it doesn't. It's it's very, very tragic that this guy died. But if you're not on his truck or being in the street protesting, your chances of getting run over are zero because you're not in that situation. I said I had four news stories. And the fourth one I'm going to play for you, I'm not saying it gives these truck drivers a reason to hit protesters that are in the road. But you also have to understand, due to history and videos we've seen in the past, you really can't blame some of these people being scared. Here's a look from Bomberito Automotive Skyfox. Protesters gathered in front of police headquarters in downtown St. Louis Friday night into early Saturday morning. The St. Louis protesters joined demonstrations across the country. The St. Louis demonstrators then moved to shut down a stretch of Interstate 70 in downtown St. Louis. The shutdown started around 10.30 p.m. and ended around 3 a.m. When a St. Louis man was struck by a FedEx semi-truck, he was between the truck trailers when he was dragged by the semi-truck. We're not showing the entire video because it's graphic. See, that's what what I don't get about the news media. You guys are supposed to be reporting the facts. And guess what? Things are ugly. Things are graphic right now. And for you guys not to show that video isn't showing the public what's really going on. I don't think the news media should be censored at all. I think they should show everything. Even if it's graphic, it's violent. People need to see that type of stuff to realize the magnitude of what we're dealing with right now in our world and in our country. So they're not going to play it. I'll post the video, if you have not seen it yet, on my Twitter account. You can go to my Twitter account, at Tuttle, that's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E, and I'll play you the audio here. And it's very sad. It's tragic. Please don't think I'm saying that. It is tragic. People have the right to protest, but be smart about it. Don't pitch yourself in a situation where it's going to jeopardize your life. 
Yes, you want change after what happened to George Floyd. But did you really know George Floyd? But you want to know who you know? Your friends and your family, your loved ones, your husband if you're married, your daughter and your son if you have kids. Those are the people you should care about. Now, this guy that got ran over by this FedEx truck, I don't know if he was a parent. If he was, his kids no longer have a father just because he wanted to go out and protest. And I'm not saying once again, it sucks that I got to repeat myself. But if I don't, I'm going to be labeled a racist or I'm going to be labeled anti First Amendment or anti protesting. And I'm not. The reason that I'm playing these stories for you guys is I don't want to see the loss of any more life. I don't want to see this whole problem we have in our country right now become even a bigger problem because somebody died. And I'm not talking about the accidental deaths, but just don't picture yourself in that situation. Don't be in the street. Don't be blocking traffic. Don't be throwing bottles and rocks like the protesters in Orlando were. Because like I said, don't give any reason for somebody to stand their ground and use the law that's here in the state of Florida as a defense for killing you because he was afraid of his life. Here's the audio of the FedEx driver running over the protester. The FedEx driver is driving under somebody. Now, he was stuck in between the tires. Why was he even in between the tires to begin with? Do you realize that these truck drivers can't see their loads completely? And this just wasn't a normal truck. It was a FedEx truck carrying two loads, two trailers. You can't expect that truck driver to know where everybody is at when he has that many people around his truck. He even blew his horn. Once you hear that horn, that's a universal sound. Get the fuck out of the way. And the most brutal thing about it, and if you're listening to this podcast on good speakers, you'll be able to hear it. But you can hear the guy screaming in agony as he's being drugged to his death underneath a semi-truck tire. I don't think he died right away either. I think they actually took him to the hospital. So I can't even imagine the pain and suffering this guy went through. God. Like when he was screaming for help, when I was like saying like, oh my God, scream, hey, someone's under the car. Then he just started driving more and more. So I tried to record him, but then of course, that's nothing just to record and not try to do anything. So I started banging on the 18 wheeler, was running with it. Look, I'm not trying to be insensitive here, but that is a statement on today's society. Everybody's got their cameras out. This guy was trying to get the perfect TikTok video, get those likes, get those follows for his For You page. And he couldn't just drop the camera to help the guy out. He was recording the whole time. I was trying real hard. Uh, tell him to grab my hand and things like that, but it was impossible because I knew he couldn't hear me. So all of the other states that's seeing that definitely don't think just because it's a group of a thousand folks 
uh, in the, the highway that 18 wheelers can't go through them. Bystander Jared Arms, who is a CEO and founder of a technology company and mentor to St. Louis youth, captured video as the entire incident unfolded. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. He got a gun. Oh, oh my God. They got guns. Oh my God. Demonstrators say they noticed some people in the crowd with guns. Jada Holmes shared this video that shows packages being stolen from the FedEx truck. It's unclear who was involved in the alleged theft. Once again, not trying to repeat myself, not trying to be insensitive, but that's on you guys. There's multiple reports that some of the people had guns. Some of the people were taking packages out of his truck. I feel bad that the guy died and it's very, very tragic, but I really, really can't have sympathy when you pitch yourself in that situation and do something dumb as shit like that. If they were stealing off of this truck and some of the people had guns and it's your right, your second amendment, right? You can protest and have guns on you. And that even sounds like an African-American woman that was shooting the video. So nobody can claim that that was a white person making up a bullshit story to make things right. It's one of those cases that that'll learn you. You can also see people hitting on the FedEx truck. It's unclear if they were a part of the demonstration. FedEx released a statement and it reads, Our hearts go out to all those who are grieving the events of this week. And we are deeply saddened to learn of the tragic situation involving a demonstrator in St. Louis and one of our vehicles. We offer our sincere condolences to the family of the individual involved. And there is no higher priority for FedEx than safety. And we are cooperating fully with the investigating authorities at this time. And the thing is, FedEx is most likely gonna get sued. You know they are. FedEx was just covering their ass with that statement. It is tragic, very tragic. But back to what I said, that guy put himself in that situation. My mind can be changed. If other facts come out in this story that this FedEx driver was causing problems, which led to people beating on his truck, I mean, that still doesn't make it right. It just sucks that you know FedEx is probably going to pay out a lot of money to people. Even to the people that were there that witnessed it, I'm sure they're going to sue for emotional distress. And I swear to God, if FedEx steals this idea, I'm going to sue the hell out of them because this podcast will be dated. But tagline, picture this. Even a body in between our truck tires won't keep us from delivering your package on time. That's the FedEx promise. <laughs> Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Pedal's Daily Podcast is brought to you by stitchyouup.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, guys, welcome back. I'm taking today's show just to try to help you guys out. I completely support everyone's right. Protest is one of the most American things you can do. But I'm playing you these news stories so you do not pitch yourself in the wrong situation. I'm not telling you not to go out and not protest. You should definitely do it. 
but do it in a safe way. And I've just been seeing a lot of stories of people getting injured or getting caught up in some bullshit by being out on the roads, being on the interstates. And I just want you to know, you can't depend on people that are driving just to stop because you're out in the road. Some of these people see you guys as violent people. For the most part, it is peaceful protesters. But people are scared, and you've got to understand that because when people are scared, they do stupid shit. So just be aware. Now, this next story I'm about to play for you. I have two theories on this, okay? Because I listened to this story, and in this story, there was a lot of protesters on this roadway. They were there because the police had closed the road down so they could do it. Now, this driver of this semi, it looked like a gas tanker, comes barreling through. Was this racially motivated or did he go up the wrong exit and the police didn't have it blocked off? It could be one or the other, but who knows? You really don't know. After what happened, I think, in Charlottesville, uh, where that guy, that white supremacist drove into a crowd. Yeah, I mean, that could be one of these cases. But we don't know yet. We really don't. But that's just another case of are you wanting to take that chance to be out on a road for the most part where cars are supposed to be, even though the cops say they have it shut down and they're allowing you to be there. It's back to those percentages. Not to get hit by a car when you're not standing in the road. Why not go for the better odds for your survival? Why take that chance? Barrett, that shocking video has many people wondering how this truck got access to the highway when it was shut down by law enforcement to allow demonstrators to march safely. Here is the mugshot of the driver. He is an independent contractor for Keenan Advantage Tanker Company. Man, you got some really bad luck that you made it through the coronavirus not losing your job. You got to keep your job when over 40 million Americans don't have one right now. And then this is how you get fired. I mean, I almost absolutely sure this guy gets fired for that. Even though if it was a mistake or not, that's some bad press and you don't need that on your plate if you're the owner of that trucking company. On Sunday afternoon, thousands of protesters marched along the I-35W bridge in Minneapolis when a tanker truck drove through the crowd. Here's a video that you will only see on KTDC tonight, ground video as protesters try to stop the truck. When the truck stopped, demonstrators forced the man out of his car and attacked him. There are no injuries to protesters, and the driver suffered minor injuries as well. The Department of Public Safety says it's working with the Department of Transportation to find out how the truck... Maybe this is a new crowd control tactic that the Minnesota police are trying to take. Uh-oh. You guys want to burn down the city? Let's take all these protesters out onto the road, tell them we got to shut down, and then we let one truck driver through and plow through everybody. Problem solved. That's why you shouldn't be out on the road, guys, no matter what. Was able to get access to the highway. We spoke with a demonstrator who says he was only feet away from the truck. We were on the 35W bridge. Everything was going pretty peacefully um, until I looked up and I saw a semi um, charging towards everybody. Everybody started to run. And then I noticed people started throwing things at the semi to uh, to get him to come to a complete stop. So I, I really don't understand what was in that driver's mind. We also heard from the Department of Public Safety Commissioner John Harrington on the incident. The driver was taken out of the truck by the protesters, and he was then 
taken to Hennepin County Medical Center, as I understand it, or to the closest available medical center for injuries sustained. While at the medical center, he is being taken into custody. Uh, the Minnesota State Patrol and the BCA are jointly investigating this case as a criminal matter. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. With Pocket Pair Club, you can play in live poker games right on your mobile device. You can also play in tournaments, at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. Pocket Pair Club doubles the first deposit bonus. There's a daily $1,000 free roll and a $50,000 nightly tournament. And it's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID 411-507. That's 411-507 when you visit PocketPairClub.com. So on today's show, the theme has pretty much been stay out of the road. Don't pitch yourself in situations where you could possibly be killed. You just don't want to do it. Yes, protest. Go out and do it, but don't be in the road. And this is one of the reasons why I tell you not to be in the road. Because these truck drivers, they're not going to stop for you. Because of this story alone and how it relates to the riots we're going through right now. But Reginald Denny, this guy was a truck driver. He was going through L.A. He happened to get stopped, pulled out of his truck, and beat to an inch of his life. I don't even think Reginald Denny is the same to this day. I think he had permanent brain damage. They beat him so bad. Here's the situation from South Central. Drivers of automobiles and trucks that enter this area can expect to... uh... Oh, look at that. My ex-wife was with me, Marika. Terrible! And I remember watching Reginald Denny get attacked. And I told Marika, zoom in. Marika's going to get you a shot of this. The images told the story. I didn't really have to say much. You saw on live television this man being beaten. And just to let you know, you guys can't see this video. The guy that was the announcer in the helicopter, and I guess with his wife at the time who was working the camera, is now a transgender. He's doing this interview as a woman. I just found that a little interesting. Viciously. And there was not a thing I could do, except televise it and hope that the police would come. There's no police presence down here. They will not enter the area. When I was standing in the middle of Florence and Normandy, taping Reginald Denny, if that would have been me, I would have never stopped. I wouldn't have never stopped. I would have just kept going, blow my horn, get out the way. But he stopped. Oh, look at that. Do you see that? He's, he's reaching up for help, and somebody kicked him in the head. Yeah, I was in middle school during the L.A. riots, and that's one of the images that I always remembered of Reginald Denny reaching out for help, and then a guy just coming out of nowhere and punting his head like a football. I mean, the guy got all behind it and connected with him, and I don't know how that blow did not kill him. April 29th, 1992 was not the beginning of a riot. It was the beginning of an uprising, of a rebellion against oppression, against police brutality, against bull The officers being acquitted in the Rodney King incident, that was just another example of bull 
I've been right here all my life, three blocks from Florence and Normandy. I had to make up for not graduating high school, so I wound up going into the Marine Corps. I was trained to kill. That's what Marines do. Kill, kill, kill. Now, do you hear that, guys? This guy fought for the United States of America. Yes, I know he's pissed. I'd have been pissed if I was black and I saw those cops get away with what they did to uh, Rodney King. Hell no. Now, there's conflicting stories. You know what? The media mistruths go all the way back to that because I even heard stories about Rodney King was all drugged up and he was being combative. Who knows what really, really happened? But it wasn't a good look to see that many cops beating on an African-American guy and then all the cops getting acquitted. I'd be pissed as hell too. I wouldn't be out rioting and looting. But this guy was a Marine. He was built to kill just like he said. And he went out and got in on the action. I got out of the Marine Corps in 1985. I just tried employment. I tried to seek a job. It just didn't happen. Door after door was being closed. So I hit the streets. I didn't wake up on April 29th and decide to wreak havoc in Los Angeles, California. I got swept up into the moment. I was out there hooking and jabbing and attacking mother just like everybody else. He got caught up in it. He had no intentions of going out and causing havoc. He just went out and did it. And he got caught up. And that's how it builds that mob mentality. Was no rational thought. I wasn't thinking about who was this. If he was wasn't black and you came through that intersection, you was asked out. Questions? Comments? Concerns? Compliments? Or do you just want to tell Tuttle to fuck off? In any event, contact Tuttle. Tuttle at gmail.com. It's uh, Tuttle with two Ds, dumbass. The preceding commercial uses spokespeople who are not spokespeople, but actual people who are spokespeople crazy. Sweet Team Mendes here for McGuire's Bullets. COVID-19 doesn't have to keep you down. Quite frankly, it can actually uplift you a bit. How's that? Right now, you can legally, lawfully, shoot somebody. That's right, you can shoot anybody that comes onto your property. I've wanted this for years, and now we can do it. So if you come sniffing up on my property, best believe me, I'm gonna blow your tits clean off. What am I gonna use to do it? Maguire's bullets. Maguire's bullets. Aim for the skull. Harry Tyler for Maguire's Bullets. Hi folks, please, contrary to what Mr. Sweet Tea Mendez says, you can't shoot somebody during COVID-19 and get away with it. You're gonna go to jail, okay? And if you're gonna do it, God forbid, use the other people's brands, not ours. We've got lawsuits mounting up, and though you would think they would go away with COVID, they're not. So please, use the other brand. But buy ours, we still deliver. Maguire's Bullets, they still deliver. <laughs> All right, welcome back, guys. Trying to wrap things up. Sorry about the serious nature of today's show. But like I said, these are topics that need to be talked about. Now, what kind of president? What does it say for the president that we have right now when stuff is leaking out the way that it is right now? You did not hear about stuff like this from past presidents. I could be wrong. 
But since I've been following politics, I've never heard of a president having problem with phone calls and information being leaked the way it has in this administration. Hell, everybody hated George W. Bush, and I didn't hear a bunch of stuff getting leaked when he was in charge. So why with this president? Do people hate him so much? Is he that much of a dick to the people that work for him that stuff is happening to get leaked out? There was this phone call he had with all the governors from across the country getting into their shit about how they're handling these protesters. And I'm not saying it came from anybody in his administration. I know that he's fired people in the past because he thought they were responsible for leaking info. This most likely came from a Democratic governor, but you just didn't see this happening with past presidents. We're strongly looking for arrests. You have to get much tougher. You're going to get overridden. Uh, I know Governor Walz is on the phone and, and we spoke. And uh, I fully agree with the way he handled it the last couple of days. I asked him to do that. Get a lot of men. We have all the men and women that you need. But people aren't calling them up. You have to dominate. If you don't dominate, you're wasting your time. They're going to run over you. You're going to look like a budget jerk. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes, something needs to be done about the rioters and the looters and the people that are setting stuff on fire and destroying things. Yes. Something needs to be done about that. But you can't tell me when you call in the National Guard or the military that innocent protesters are not going to get caught up in the crossfire. It's going to happen. You know that it is. Some protester, I've seen videos all over the place of innocent protesters out there being peaceful and getting absolutely destroyed by law enforcement. And how do you think it's going to look to other countries when our own military people in uniforms are policing American citizens? We're going to be the laughing stock of the world. Everybody's going to be like, yep, that used to be the only superpower in the world. Not anymore. You have to dominate. And you have to arrest people and you have to try people and they have to go to jail for long periods of time. And those kids, they're all on camera. They're wise guys. And it's coming from the radical left. No, everybody knows it, but it's also looters. And it's people that figure they can get free stuff by running into stores and running out with television sets. I saw it. The radicals and their, uh, their anarchists. They are anarchists, whether you like it or not. I know some of you guys are different persuasion, and that's okay. I fully understand that. I understand both. I'm, I'm for everybody. I'm representing everybody. I'm not representing radical right, radical left. I'm representing everybody. But you got to arrest people. You have to drive people. You have to put them in jail for 10 years, and you'll never see this stuff again. And you have to let them know that. Uh, they're trying to get people out on bail in, uh, in uh, Minneapolis. I understand they're in there trying to get all these guys... I'm not the biggest fan of Donald Trump, but he is correct. A lot of these celebrities that are posting bail for people. Now, I'm okay with them posting bail for innocent and peaceful protesters to get out of jail if they were doing nothing wrong. But where I have a problem is if any of this money from celebrities and famous people and athletes goes to get looters or rioters out of jail. 
Yeah, fuck them. That's not protesting. That is destroying the community that they live in. So you have them on tape. You have them on television. In history, there's never been anybody taped so much committing a crime. You have everybody is on tape. You got to arrest all those people, and you got to try them. And if they get five years or ten years, they have to get five years or ten years. There's no retribution. So I say that, and the winners dominate. If you don't dominate your city and your state. Uh, they're going to walk away with you. I think dominate is a poor choice of words. I don't expect our current president to have a huge vocabulary and choose the right words. He's good when he's talking and he has a speech written for him. But when he's talking off the cuff, he says a lot of shit that doesn't make sense and is insensitive as hell. How can a president, has there ever been a president that says dominate the citizens? I mean, that is something that a czar or a dictator would say, dominate. I know people are out of control. And yes, you do need to drop the hammer on these assholes that are looting and rioting. But dominate, you know, that's going to come back and used against you in the media. Right, Mr. President? And we're doing it in Washington and D.C. We're going to do something that uh, people haven't seen before. But... Uh So after this phone call he had with all the governors across our great country, he goes out to the Rose Garden outside. Now, think about this. The night before, the White House was completely dark. Our president was down in a bunker because it was absolute mayhem outside the gates of the United States. Now, people, I've talked about not being in the streets so you don't get run over. If you're not in the streets, there's no possible way that you can get run over. But the dumbest thing, even more dumb than being a protester in the middle of the interstate, is trying to jump that fence, go across that lawn, and try to get to the White House. Your chances are absolutely zero of surviving that. But our president spoke in the Rose Garden today and talked about the riots, talked about George Lloyd for the first time publicly. And while all of this is going on, you can hear explosions going around in the background all around D.C. It was kind of one of those surreal moments in American history. I swore an oath to uphold the laws of our nation. And that is exactly what I will do. All Americans were rightly sickened and revolted by the brutal death of George Floyd. Did you hear that? Did you hear that explosion? I, I'm, I've pumped it up a little bit because it's kind of in the background. And I know a lot of these media people are using a lot of compression on the audio that they're getting. So you're not getting a lot of that background noise. But you can faintly hear the explosion in the background. That explosion pretty much sums up 2020 so far for us. My administration is fully committed that for George and his family, justice will be served. He will not have died in vain. But we cannot allow the righteous cries and peaceful protesters to be drowned out by an angry mob. The biggest victims of the rioting are peace-loving citizens in our poorest communities. And as their president, I will fight to keep them safe. I will fight to protect you. 
I am your president of Law and Order. Law and Order, great show, by the way. I am addicted to it. And I got to tell you, the syndication deal for Law and Order must be one of the biggest in TV history because that shit is always on TV. My mom and dad are watching it all the time. And I thought about, would it be a safe bet for you to make with someone to say the TV show Law and Order is on some channel somewhere in the United States? Maybe it's local, maybe it's on cable, maybe it's on satellite, but Law and Order, the TV show, is on somewhere 24 hours a day seven days a week, in my opinion. And an ally of all peaceful protesters. That is why I am taking immediate presidential action. By the way, my favorite law and order is SVU. Some of the shit that they do on that show is very, very uncomfortable. I came up with the perfect band name one time from watching an episode of Law and Order SVU. Tell me what you think. Now, this band would be a hardcore punk death metal band. It's going to be really, really hard, but the name of the band would be called Vaginal Rape Kit. It's got a great ring to it, and don't deny it. To stop the violence and restore security and safety in America, I am mobilizing all available federal resources, civilian and military, to stop the rioting and looting, to end the destruction and arson, and to protect the rights of law-abiding Americans, including your Second Amendment rights. Therefore, the following measures are going into effect immediately. First, we are ending the riots and lawlessness that has spread throughout our country. We will end it now. Today, I have strongly recommended to every governor why does he always sound out of breath? He takes these long pauses and, and just sounds like he's having a hard time breathing. Is he that out of shape? People say he has an absolute horrible diet. And that sniffling you hear every once in a while, I'm not going to say it's the truth. I'm on Adderall myself, and I don't have that problem with the sniffing. But some people say the sniffing is a side effect of taking too much Adderall. And that whole Adderall rumor, I'm saying it's a rumor because I don't want the Secret Service coming to the hobo fish camp coming after me, but that comes from Tom Arnold himself. Now, do we really believe Tom Arnold? The guy's been in more drug-related problems than anybody. But if anybody knows anything about drugs, it would be Tom Arnold. To deploy the National Guard in sufficient numbers that we dominate the streets. Mayors and governors must establish an overwhelming law enforcement presence until the violence has been quelled. If a city or state refuses to take the actions that are necessary to defend the life and property of their residents, then I will deploy the United States military and quickly solve the problem for them. Everybody loves Sam Jackson. If you don't like Sam Jackson, I don't trust you. Sam Jackson had a great tweet right after the president's speech. And he said on his Twitter account, did we, well, see, I don't want to do a black voice with all these race problems going on in the United States. So I'm going to read it in my white nerdy voice. Did we just get martial law? Question mark, question mark, exclamation mark. So 
he just declared war on the public. It's not 1807. This is not rebellion, but I think it's about to get all kinds of fucked up in here. Now, you're a goddamn liar if you don't admit every time you read a tweet from Sam Jackson that you don't read it in his voice. I know I did. Even me reading it in my high pitch, nerdy, girly bitch voice, I read it in Sam Jackson's voice in my head. I am also taking swift and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, D.C. What happened in this city last night was a total disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property. We are putting everybody on warning. Our 7 o'clock curfew will be strictly enforced. Those who threaten innocent life and property will be arrested, detained, and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. One law and order, and that is what it is. One law. We have one beautiful law. And once that is restored and fully restored, we will help you, we will help your business, and we will help your family. You can't count on the government for your own safety. You really can't. You have to protect yourself. I'm not saying go out and be violent, but just be prepared. The law enforcement, the cops, the sheriffs, the highway patrolmen, they might not be able to get to you quickly enough to save you because they're tied up doing other things. So exercise your Second Amendment right. I'm not trying to push guns on you. I'm not a part of the NRA or anything, but you'll be happy you have one if you ever need it. All right, guys, I love you. I hope you have a nice day. Be safe. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime, Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com slash CCA Productions This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?